So the interesting thing was um, at the time when I started my agency, you know, you speak of the great resignation, right? So there were quite a bit of employees that were quitting State Farm at that time. And so it just so happened that it coincided with me starting my agency. Welcome to Declaration of Independence on Agency Nation Radio, where insurance professionals turn on the mic and share unscripted stories about leadership, technology, marketing, success, and failure. Stories that helped to make them the professionals that they are today. From Main Street, USA, to the pages of Independent Agent Magazine, brought to you exclusively by Agency Nation Radio. It's no secret that the great resignation has made hiring a lot harder for businesses across all sectors. In 2021, the same year Christopher Shealy started his independent insurance agency, 47.8 million workers quit their jobs that year, an average of nearly 4 million a month, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. But rather than being deterred from growing his brand new agency, he saw quitting trends as an opportunity. I was, of course, I'm telling everyone that I know, hey, I'm going to go start an agency, really could use some help. So at that time, two of my current employees, they they were just tired of the nine to five structure. They wanted something a little bit more flexible. And as the great resignation continues, with 4.1 million people quitting their jobs in December 2022, according to the BLS, Sheely still isn't letting it stop him. In fact, one of his goals for the next five years is to grow his staff by 400%. Currently, I only have four employees at this time, so I want to expand as well. And so um, along with that, I also want to get uh, a bigger location because as of right now, I kind of do everything out of my home office. So since I started my uh, business during the pandemic, I really didn't have a, a physical location to start off with. So I had to kind of just work out of my, my home office. We had to get really creative because actually starting out, I only had uh, two employees. And so it was, it was really interesting. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's another thing I want to expand. So at some point, I want to have at least 20 employees. This episode is supported by PersonalUmbrella.com where you can quote standalone personal umbrella policies of up to $5 million in three minutes online just by answering four simple questions. Thanks for joining us, Christopher. You actually started your college career focused on politics and law. How did you get into the insurance game? I was actually going uh, pursuing law school. As you mentioned, my undergrad is in political science, but I also have a concentration um, in pre-law. Okay. I was going to take that and go right into law school, and I thought that one of the uh, an avenue to do that would, of course, be taking uh, an internship with an attorney. So it just so happened that that attorney that I'm referring to was actually a member of the Georgia House of Representatives as well. She was a practicing attorney when she was not in session. When we were not at the uh, Georgia State Capitol, we were at her her law firm right before I graduated there. I actually got a job at State Farm. And uh, when I got the job, um, I was working in the sales department, um, the after hours uh, sales department. And um, I just fell in love with insurance. I said, I said, wow, I said, okay, so I'm, I'm, I, I love politics, but now I'm starting to have a second love, which became insurance. And so I had a little bit of uh, internal conflict there because you know, it, I couldn't go to law school and still work at State Farm at that time because that would have been just completely out of the question. And 
um, too time consuming and very difficult on me. So I had to make a choice. So the choice that I decided to go with, which actually turned out, in, in my opinion, was the best choice, was to uh, just start on this whole insurance journey. That's great. And then what made you decide to go independent? I've been in the insurance industry for over 10 years. Um, and I've always been a part of a larger insurance barrier. For example, State Farm uh, and AAA, just to name two of them. And I just thought it was time in my career to sort of go independent um, and be self-sufficient. Do you think your exposure to politics informs your work as an independent agent? One of the things that I was responsible for was sort of coordinating community events. So when my representative would need to go speak in front of, you know, her constituents and, and also just trying to get more people to, you know, potential voters for her, when we would do this, I was responsible for setting up events at different restaurants. I was also responsible for setting up meetings with other senators, other representatives, um, other mayors. So I got to know different people. People got to know me and things of that nature. So. When I became an insurance agent, I actually reached all the way back to those days as a legislative aide and an intern and sort of went back and networked with some of those people that I worked with previously. And so I was able to tell them now, like, okay, well, I, I have a different career path. Now I'm an insurance agent and I would like to sort of work with the local community again. But it also helped me from a personal aspect as well, because being that I was already speaking in front of a group of people and talking to business leaders, senators, different politicians, I was very comfortable in the public speaking arena. What was your strategy for starting your agency in such a challenging business environment? Being that my agency was started uh, during the pandemic, it was imperative at that time to sort of deal more so in the personal lines as the commercial. And the reason why I say that is because the process for uh, personal lines as opposed to commercial lines is, is a lot shorter. It's a, it's a very straightforward process. And when I got to a point where the personal line was pretty steady as far as the business coming in and me having a lot of different policies on the books, um, I can then shift the focus to commercial lines, which I did. So as of right now, just to give you some real numbers, um, currently my book of business is 80% personal lines and 20% commercial lines. And your agency also offers life and health insurance in addition to property casualty. How did you approach that with such a small team? A little bit. As I was trying to get new carriers, I drew the attention. I want to say with two life insurance carriers that sort of reached out to me and oh. said, hey, you know, we see that you, you're, you're starting your business. You have your own agency. We would love to talk with you a little bit more about this. And so I had meetings with them and I explained the situation with them. Uh, and I also... One of my biggest sort of uh, selling points to them and also for them back to me was that, you know, I would I could definitely bring value to you, you know, from my agency. But I also need to know that the underwriting process uh, that you have was very straightforward. Right. That was important to me because with life insurance in my experience, because I've sold life insurance before, uh, the underwriting process, especially the medical portion of it, can be very overwhelming for a lot of people. And also those policies can take a very long time to issue. So one of the things that was very important to me is that there be some sort of express underwriting or expedited underwriting process because, you know, I didn't want my employees being that it, it was only two of us, including me, it was three of us, right? 
It was three of us yeah. in the beginning. And you're primarily virtual, right? That was what it was at the, at the start of pandemic. It was virtual appointments only. And so I, I sort of kept that approach because it just sort of worked for us at this time. It was a very effective approach. So um, what we would do is, let's say, for example, with the life insurance, if we had to meet in person, because sometimes, you know, obviously there are situations or circumstances where you would need to meet in person. What we would then do is we would meet up at, let's say, a Starbucks and have an actual appointment or consultation there. And so a lot of people, you know, they love that approach. Oh, meet at a Starbucks? Oh, that's perfect. Everyone loves this item insurance with their Frappuccino. Thanks for chatting with me, Christopher. One last question before you go, though. Now that you've had a year and a half of experience as an independent agency owner, what's your favorite part? It just feels good to go out and to meet with people and tell them, you know, once they ask, you know, are you the agency owner? And I say, yes. And it's just good because a lot of people think that the, the agency owners or sort of non-existent or, or sort of hands-off, if you will, right? You never really see those guys. You never really see the boss, so to speak, right? And so for yeah. me, I make it a point to be visible, especially in the community. Uh, I was a defensive driving course instructor during my time with AAA, when I was with AAA. So um, I continued that on after I left AAA. I still have my certifications and things like that, so I continued on to teach the course. And one time, one, uh, one gentleman asked me, he said, why don't you have one of your guys come up here and teach him. I said, you know, I, I said, I, that wouldn't be a problem, but I love what I do. So I will take the time out of my busy schedule to come and speak to people, to come and teach courses, to come and sell policies, you know, and, and that also inspires my employees as well because they see me doing the exact same thing they do. This episode is supported by personalumbrella.com, where you can quote standalone personal umbrella policies of up to $5 million in three minutes online, just by answering four simple questions. You've been listening to Declaration of Independence. I'm Anne-Marie Spears, news editor at Independent Agent Magazine, the monthly deep dive into the Independent Agent channel, available in print and online at iamagazine.com and free to all Big Eye members. If you know of an all-star agent or agency that should be featured in Declaration of Independence, send us an email at iamag at iiaba.net. Declaration of Independence is a podcast on Agency Nation Radio, powered by the Big Eye and Trusted Choice.